0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Today's guest is an old friend that I used to work with back in the Olive Garden days. He currently works at Express Employment and is also a real estate agent. So if you're looking to buy a home, this is your guy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Mark Hart.
1: Like I said, man, long time no see. It's been a couple of years.
0: Dude, it has. For anybody who doesn't know, Mark and I used to uh, slang
1: drinks at the old Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. Good times, good times. What are you doing now? Uh, so I'm still a realtor. I have my real estate license now, 10 years. Um, and then I'm also a business developer for Express Employment, a mm-hmm. staffing company. Um, I, have j- I just celebrated literally my three-year anniversary there. Oh, cool. Um, so that's been fun. It's been exciting. Um, there's possibility of me buying in and becoming part franchisee. So that's something that we're kind of looking forward to. Hoping it's something that's sooner rather than later. Um, staffing industry is not fun. Yeah. I'm out talking to customers, so I get to go bullshit with people all day. Um, but finding good staff. And committed staff that want to like go to work and stuff, and then when they don't, it's sad because it makes us feel like look stupid to our customers that we're like, yeah, we got these great people, and uh, when they end up being not great, it's not so much fun. So you're finding, you have like a list of employers or employees, and you
0: and then you try and fit them to
1: employers. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So some people know us as like temporary staffing agencies. Sure. Uh, I've tried to change that name. I think temporary is a negative connotation. So Mm. we like the word short-term.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
1: Short-term employment. But really, that's a small part of our business. Our business is, if Lithia Toyota calls us and they need a detailer, the person that we send is going to end up becoming your full-time employee. Mm. Um, But until then, he's my employee. He's my work comp. We pay all the payroll taxes, all that stuff. Um, It's a business expense to whatever company uses us. So. It's a nice benefit for them.
0: Cool, and like I, I'm assuming they somebody comes in with a resume saying like this mm-hmm. is all the things I'm good at, and then you just try and find jobs that fit that.
1: And what we like to do, because not jobs aren't apples to apples, um, we try to dissect the skills out of the jobs that they've learned, uh-huh. and then match them up with the skills that it takes to be successful at the jobs that we're looking to fill. Sure. Um, we have a lot of like production plants and assembly plants and warehouses that they're unique skills that you don't ever think you would have experience for or you would succeed at or anything like that. And then you find out that like when you just start doing it, you love it. And actually the skills you had from your other jobs translate perfectly, even though it wasn't manufacturing like couplers that go at the end of uh, oil rigging pipes. So mm, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw you on the news the other day.
1: Well, I didn't see it on the news. I haven't watched the news in forever, but I saw like the clip. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Um, they reached out, I think it was, um, it was Evan, Aaron Rivlin who passed away, one of our coworkers. It was the day of her funeral. And I was at the office waiting to go to that. And the news reached out and like, Hey, you know, we have some questions about minimum wage increasing. Would you care if we came and did an interview? Like, sure. Sounds great. And then I'm like, as I said that and like hang up the phone, I'm like, wait, are they showing up to like. Interview me on camera, or are they could just gonna like take notes, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, nah, they'll just take notes. They're not gonna bring like write camera. an article or something. Yeah yeah, 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 Nope, they showed up with a camera crew, and I'm like, I'm wearing like all black. I'm getting ready to go to a funeral, and I wasn't prepared, and it was kind of like, kind of like this organic conversation. And then they made that clip out of it, which I thought she did a fantastic job, because um, we talked a lot about a lot of different things. Mm. But what she put together, I was like, that was perfect. That Mm. was like, it summed up perfectly. So Well,
0: and they're they're used to doing all that. Like, you probably talk for like a good 20 minutes or so, and then they clip it down to like 20 seconds. Yeah,
1: yep. But that's that's the best. It was the best. It was the the top 10 highlight, you know?
0: Right. (laughs) And that was, what
1: was that? That was referencing like
0: unemployment
1: or? No, she came in wanting to talk about the, because we raised minimum wage from. That's right. $7.95 Seven ninety five to like nine twenty five. It was a pretty big jump, mm-hmm. and she wanted to know if we had anyone looking that was hiring at minimum wage. And I told her on the phone, I said our lowest paying job right now is like fifteen dollars. And she's like, Oh, well, I come to a story and we could talk about that. I was like, Yeah, we could talk about wages. That's kind of what I that we started out, but it evolved into basically what the new minimum wage should be. And I really do think it should be closer to fifteen. You work in any job that you make under that with the price of living and bills, you really need a second job to be able to afford those bills. Hence why I bartended and had real estate license, you know? And while I still have a real estate license and still work another job because shit's expensive.
0: Oh yeah. Well not just that, but real estate itself is kind of a one of those Yeah. Yeah, hit or miss. Mm-hmm. How's that been? You've been pretty steady with that? or
1: Yeah, I have a couple listings right now. And I had a closing eh, about a month ago. Nice. February, the end of February, I had a closing. Um, one of my good buddies' mom had passed away, and um, he asked if I could sell their property. And that was an honor. And so we did and closed, and that was good. Good nice. for everyone involved.
0: Yeah, um, Give me a little insight on this housing market thing because I I am clueless. First of all, I'm looking to buy a house here within the next couple of years. I might know a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I I definitely think I know who I'm going to talk to. But uh yeah, so I I'm clueless when it comes to like housing prices and like interest rates and all that stuff. Like everything's correlated.
1: I mean as uh you know, products and services go up, well, so does like labor to make a house, materials to make a house. So all that gets expensive. So then to build a house, that gets more expensive. And let's say and it's an existing home. Well, that existing home's worth is based on the comps that are sold around it. Mm. Um, so that's what raises those prices of existing homes. And with the higher interest rate, let's say you can afford 300000 at a 3.5% rate, when it jumps up to seven, you may be able to only afford a two hundred and sixty thousand dollar home because of the difference you'll pay in interest per month. Um, so that's what really like the buying power that they talk about, it really hurts first time especially first-time home buyers, it really hurts your buying power because you can't like write an all-cash offer. You have to have a loan, and a loan will only let you they will only pay for what the house is worth. Mm. So if it's at three it's at two sixty. And you want it and you're like, but I'll pay 280 and it only appraises at 260. The bank's only gonna loan you two sixty. So then now you need to come up with another twenty thousand somewhere that you weren't planning on coming up with. Right. So it really it really pinches the first time home buyers right now. Um people who've had a few homes and have equity, it doesn't hurt them as much. But like I bought my home for $160, let's say it's worth $360 and I sold it, so say it made two hundred thousand. I couldn't buy my same type of home for three hundred sixty. Now it'd be like five hundred thousand. So now I'm paying more for the same home I had. So that's where they say, like, with interest rates going up and prices going up, that it's it pinches people. Sure. So
0: well, yeah. there's always a option of renting, I guess. But I'd rather own, man. Like it's
1: yeah, owning you really you. You gain equity, so it's money in your own pocket rather than someone else's sometimes it's not an option and banks with the rules and regulations it makes it sometimes hard for people to even buy because they can't come up with a bunch down or you know whatever it is they don't make enough to be able to afford what they need
0: yeah i mean it's it's definitely a a very interesting world mm-hmm. that like i said i'm very clueless in, but I need to start figuring out if i want to buy a home so yeah yeah but yeah the um <clears throat> what else oh have you been kind of keeping up, like keeping an eye on this banking thing
1: <laughs> yeah unfortunately i don't know a whole lot about financial institutions i'm glad i didn't bank with them okay yeah um so i just there's a lot of stuff that i don't understand about how banks work yeah well okay so the
0: idea that like we can essentially just print endless money. How how could we ever go into
1: debt? Yeah, it's, it, and that's kind of a weird situation in and of itself. Well, they say that's like we had a lot to do with the current inflation is because Biden, when he gave everyone the stimulus money, was like printing money. Yeah, so it's all this extra money, and that's what they say. Then everything's not worth the two dollars now; it's worth three dollars because everyone has two dollars, but not every- it's, it's it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. I think it would have helped if you could give everyone that or. Create all that money while keeping prices even, that might have helped. But
0: uh. well, and it's just—I mean, I—I I get how inflation works, mm-hmm. but it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, the bank's going to collapse, but we can just print endless money. Mm-hmm. How yeah. does that work? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then you add all this crypto stuff. That's gonna—I don't know, man. It's—it's—it's it's, it's looking like
1: 2008. Yeah. Like the banks that failed, I guess they had a lot of investments in crypto. And well, and there they were a lot bigger,
0: like uh, wealthier firms, weren't they? Or yeah. like uh,
1: they were tech bankers. So yeah, yeah. Of, single entities had a lot of money. Silicon and so Valley and single entities try to pull all their money out. Well, you don't have enough money to give everybody because those monies are tied up in investments, and a lot of them being crypto. And you bought, you know, for fifty thousand dollars. And uh, Bitcoin is now like 26000 So now you're lost and you're holding on to it, hoping it's going to go up. So you can get that money that you put in and maybe some back. And people are like, no, we want our money now. And they don't have enough to give everyone. It's kind of... Uh, but, I... So just to go back to that, I hope like people don't assume. There was no like bailout. Those banks that did fail, everyone pays like an insurance premium. Like When we pay insurance, it goes in. And then when a storm comes and we get insurance claims... We get money for whatever is damaged it's It's what insures those banks, so there is a pot of money that's insurance collections from all the banks that when that bank failed and those people wanted their money back, it came from that pot of money. It's not coming from any other investors' pockets right it's from insurance premiums that have been paid so well, and there, there was t- is a big misconception depending on what news you want, but that is the truth on what had happened on that, yeah. Well, and, like they
0: were talking about trying to get the Saudis to buy it out and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Gee, okay." Like now we're getting into some like hairy territory <laughs> here. Like yeah. the Saudis got all the money and they're gonna just buy up everything. You know, it's like you follow golf. <laughs> just yeah, they live golf. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from what I can see, it looks pretty entertaining. But
1: at the same time, it's like I don't have a real uh, TV contract, so it's hard for them to get viewership um it's kind of fun to watch they get to wear shorts and stuff or you know like pga they have to wear slack i know they do a team event so it's and they do like a shotgun start so it's not like one group goes off and then the group goes off behind them they all start at random holes at the same time so everyone gets done about the same time so it's really only a three hour four hour event rather than like a three day event well, no, rather than like where one round will take all day long, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. all done with their round in like three, four hours, sure, so it doesn't make people have to be out at the links for eight hours watching, gotcha, golf all day, and that's their business model, that's how they do it, and they do three of, three rounds rather than four, um they're a little bit more loose with what they can do and where and galleries and music and stuff like that so
0: yeah i'm I'm not a huge. In, into golf, uh, it's funny. It's like what everybody says: like the older you get, the more into golf you get. And it's true. Like I have had more of an interest as mm-hmm. I got as I've gotten older. I love Top Golf. Yeah, but uh, and I like going at the driving range, like that uh, simulator we have out here. Mm-hmm.
1: That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that a couple times.
0: I no. just, I it's an expensive sport for one, mm-hmm. and I just don't have the extra time. Really? Yeah. Like I just got so much stuff going
1: on, but it's a good like break. Um, you know, me married with. Being married and having two kids for me, it's a good like break to be like just out. Oh sure, yelling and screaming at a damn white ball and drinking some beers with some dudes. And actually, my wife, she golfed with us last year, and she's a for barely doing. I've known her twenty years. We've been together. She's golfed, we'll caught four times with me on an actual course. and she, We went out for my birthday last year, and she absolutely loved it. She did great. She's like, I want to come more, and I'm like, Oh, what'd I get myself into? <laughs> Before I didn't have to take you because you didn't like golf. Now you like golf. Now you want to go all the time. Like well, hey, maybe it gets me out golfing more. So maybe it's a win-win.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like, <clears throat> I've heard, I've heard it's just doing a full like even a nine holes mm-hmm. or whatever is pretty fun. Like yeah. it's just a fun experience. I've never
1: actually done it, but it's some of the best scenery oh. <clears throat> that you're gonna see. Like golf courses are absolutely beautiful and the, immaculate, and the grounds keep them just keep them superb. And so it's absolutely like, not heavenly, but you're in just, you look around. It's like a like, serenity. Yeah, exactly. A serenity, a calming serenity. And it's not you like chat a. Sat around your cart and listen to music and BS, talk shit with the guys.
0: And it's not like an overly exerting sport, no, but no. it's still competitive. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So I, get some wagers. That's cash per hole. You're going to have a great time. At the end, you like, oh, you bu- I owe you. Three dollars and forty cents. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just based on the hole or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a buck a hole, and then like if a hole's carried it's double. you do bingo bingo bongo? So first to the green, first in the cup, close to the pin, get different points. It's you can do all kinds of fun games. I feel I feel like it's something I could definitely get into.
0: I just haven't yet. But yeah. but with all this live stuff, I've definitely paid a little bit more attention and and there have been some more interesting golfers over the mm-hmm. in the more recent yeah. Years and stuff and it's cool to watch Tiger's kid.
1: Yeah. Charlie. He's
0: amazing. That's his name. yeah.
1: That's right. <laughs> He's a little a little badass. He looks
0: just he, he like has the same like mannerisms fist yeah. and all that
1: stuff. It's club pretty... twirl and like how you like just like watching his ball. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. They're great.
0: Uh I was going to say before when we were talking about the uh, Banks and stuff. The tech thing. I I heard this somewhere so this isn't my my uh, original thought, but it was kind of an interesting thought where tech, the whole tech boom mm-hmm. could kind of eventually move into like what happened with like automotive or like manufactured jobs here where it ends up getting outsourced, not to other countries, but by AI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like, even all these tech jobs were like, that's the main mar- like that's the big boom right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh all those people are going to be out of jobs within the next like 20 years just because it'll
1: all be automated Yeah, we've had a that's not only that too we've had a couple people come in to express looking for work who were commercial lenders Mm. and that's been ai because a lot of it you know they're trying to buy commercial property so there's a lot less parameters and it's put your application through an ai system and it says yay or nay banks fund you there like i don't need to pay you to say yay or nay when this Damn program right here will do it, so. dude.
0: It's this AI stuff is kind of scary. It this, is scary. I agree because they were already talking about how like well now that with the Chat GPT or or whatever mm-hmm. the AI things are, where you can actually talk to them and they process what you're saying and give you information. They could that'll that'll do away with like telemarketing jobs mm-hmm. or like any call center jobs that you have to do where okay. like you just call and ask questions, whatever. All that'll be gone. They just opened up the first fully automated. McDonald's in Denver, oh really yeah, no no humans, it all is just robots, <laughs> and that's just like the beginning we We've been saying that's going to happen for years, mm-hmm. but now it's happened, yeah. so think about just think about like fast food restaurants in general, just in billings, yeah, we have what like forty yeah, at least, yeah, and each of those probably has twenty five employees
1: at least mm-hmm. that's a lot of people out of employment, just yeah. like that. Well, maybe my cheeseburger's price will go down then. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing, too.
0: That's the thing that (laughs) boggles my mind is it's like, okay, you're going to get rid of all the employees. How is anybody going to afford to buy your products? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point, too. I didn't think of it that way.
0: So it's like you're not paying anybody, Uh but then so the products, do we just start living in a free society where, like, everything is free? That That
1: doesn't make sense. I forgot the name of the old show. I saw a clip of it on TikTok, but it's. Your money's like your lifespan, it's got Justin Timberlake in it. Mm-hmm. You work and it gives you more life and then you can like give people three minutes and it's your currency. Yeah. I got kinda like that stuff.
0: I remember I know what you're talking about, I don't remember the name of it though,
1: yeah. Where it's like,
0: hey, take a couple of weeks for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a guy at the bar and he's <gasps> like, Did you see? He's got a billion years left. The guy is like, I'll take both you girls, you know, talking because he had instead of all the money he had all that life.
0: That is an interesting concept to like compare money to like time. Mm-hmm. And I saw this on probably just like a TikTok or something like that. I don't actually use TikTok. It's like reels or whatever. But, <laughs> I um, think mine
1: might have been a reels as well.
0: And uh, they said it, it was pretty uh, for uh, like, it, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inspiring, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was like. How, you would like, uh, God, I'm going to fuck it up, but something about like, for a million dollars, like, how, you, you would love to have a million dollars, right? But it's like, if, if I could give you, if you could have a million dollars, but you were going to die tomorrow, would you take it? Of course not. Mm-hmm. So you value your life more than, like, you value yeah, time okay. and you value, your, your life has no monetary value to it. Uh-huh. You would never trade time for money. Maybe like a year
1: for a million? That might not.
0: <laughs> but it's like even still, or yeah, I think maybe that was it. Like if you still knew you were gonna die in a year, but you got a million dollars, would you take it? Of course not.
1: I, there's a lot of people I say that would probably say yes, and you know, having a family, you don't want to say yes. You want all the time you can have, but you definitely mm. see some people saying, hey, "Yeah."
0: If they had the, if they had like the mindset of being like, it's not like I'll just pass it down to my family and like they'll be set for life. Yeah. But even still it's like eh it just proves that money doesn't have money it, it it's not the value of money does not exceed the value of time in life. No. No. And when you put it in that perspective it's like damn. Okay. So like with that where it's like if currency was time mm-hmm. it would be valued a lot more. Yeah. Than what it is sure. now. For sure. And it's man, I don't know. I I try not to bug myself out, th- like overthinking stuff about like you know the finance stuff yeah. or the um, AI and all that. Like, what does the future hold? Mm-hmm. But it's like it's hard not to like think that something crazy is like on the horizon.
1: Well, me and my wife talk all the time about trying to maybe when we get older, our kids are older. Our youngest is going to be thirteen, so we don't have too long until both kids would be out of the house. Like, would we move to Mexico and just come like some American? I could open up like an American restaurant there. Probably, you know, burgers and fries and stuff like that would be great. I know some Spanish, un poco, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But like, America is just, I really do feel like it's trying to divide itself. It's trying to pit us against each other, whether you're one one way or the other. I mean, sports teams, they just, everything's got to be a rivalry. Mm -hmm. Everything's a rivalry well and it it wouldn't be too far of a stretch to think that there might be
0: outside entities yeah. doing this, like yeah. what if china's eas- like they they're playing the long game, maybe you know like they've been infiltrating this whole thing for years, trying to divide us and mm-hmm. you know every empire falls, there's not an empire on this in the history of time that's well no. lasted, no. so the fact that we think that. The, oh,
1: is an infinite yeah
0: or like just the western culture in general will just last forever mm-hmm. mm, not necessarily
1: yeah. canada is too cold though so we we're thinking south i would i would probably Being in montana most our lives we're like f this weather we want to go south somewhere me and my cousin are going to uh ireland
0: for my birthday in oh, july that's badass and both of us keep saying like there's a decent chance we'll just cancel those flights yeah no the, the coming re- back the return flight yeah we'll just stay yeah i mean right in right well and obviously that we he might i'm not like i i i still love it here and but ireland would be a place that i would consider yeah living if if push came to shove Mm -hmm.
1: and i was gonna have to live somewhere else yeah i don't know i know like i don't know i haven't seen much on normal mainstream media here but like on tiktok and stuff you see what's going on in paris Uh uh-uh So the government there wanted to change the retirement age from 62 to 64. Well, all the working people started, like, striking. They went on strike. You can watch it. Like, that's one thing we want to talk about TikTok and whether you ban it or not. Um, It's the only places I've seen it. All these people went on strike. The city workers, fast food workers, restaurant. Everyone's just on strike. They're like, F you. If you want to change this, then we're not going to work. Um, To the point where the city workers have quit picking up trash. So now the city's overran with trash and there's rats all over. And the police were, you know, trying to keep police. Now they're like, fuck, we're not working either. Oh, man. I mean, if you Google it right now, Paris is crazy. There was like a 40 million person march in just one city the other day. Just trying to boycott that what they're trying to do. I'm like, look what happens with the power of the people. We should do this stuff. Oh,
0: that's true. (laughs) But it's like... I'm going to get you canceled. People will be
1: like, "Uh, what
0: are you guys... (laughs) That is kind of crazy, though, to, like, (laughs) everything just shuts down because of two years you want to, like... But I get it, like... I mean, the French don't like to work, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's crazy to see, because you don't see it on, like, CNN or Fox News or any of those. That is interesting. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty crazy. They've been, like, setting the trash on fire, like the residents have, because that's the only way to, like, dispose of it right now. Cause nobody's picking it up. No one's picking it up. It's on the street. Rats are eating it. And, Damn. So, I don't there, know if I go to Paris right now.
0: Yeah, that's a that's an interesting. Uh, I did not know that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure there's like cra- and You know what else is crazy? Like I I keep getting like alerts on on my weather app of like an earthquake every other day. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Like there's been like at least three big earthquakes in the last like couple weeks. Wow. And it's like, that's and I, big, big, mm. all over the world. And it's like, damn, are we really in the end
1: times here?
0: Like, what's happening? It mm-hmm. just seems like there's too much crazy stuff happening.
1: Well, that's one thing that like I was talking about with the mainstream media and then TikTok. Sometimes that's the only place, and I was listening to it on another radio show, that a lot of young, the young generations, they get their news from social media. Oh, yeah where I get most of my news anymore, and a lot of it is because that's you're unbiased. You're getting first-hand accounts of people there, like mm. especially with TikTok. Like this is where I'm at. Look what's going on, CNN or Fox News or whoever's not going to show you this. But look at this is what's really going on. You know? Yeah. And and so is that what reason when they want to ban it? Because you know we're we're starting to speak to each other and not let them control what's being heard or what the narrative is and letting right. other people. Or is it because they're stealing our information and then can invade us? I don't know. It could be a whole, you know. It's like,
0: <laughs> or is it both? I, the whole stealing of information thing, I think that's already been happening, dude. And it's exactly. like, and the fact, the idea that the United States wants to ban TikTok is probably because, like, obviously China would. Be, if, if if it's the harvesting of information or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just because the United States isn't doing it, mm-hmm. like, or they're not doing it with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, we have uh, if you don't think the United States has been stealing information from people for oh. years, you're crazy. Like, oh, yeah. everybody's doing it. Yeah. And you could do it from Facebook or...
1: Google. Yeah, everything. Anything you put your information in. Your bank, what you purchase. Yeah. They already know what you're spending your money on. You have a GPS no matter where you are. They know where you're going. Yeah.
0: So, the idea that TikTok is like that's the that's the harm from it, I don't think so. Um, as far as like an information hub... Maybe, like, maybe that's why they want to get rid of it, but I don't know that that's going to change either. Like, we have infinite information on all
1: these sources
0: mm-hmm.
1: in yeah. the palm of our hands. And then, then they say if they do ban it, all they're going to do is just take it off the app store so you can't read, you can't download if you don't have it. But anybody who has it will have it. They say it'll make harder for you to get updates. Like, after a while, they'll stop comparing the updates because it's no longer supported. Huh. But fuck, I hate when my shit updates half the time Anyway, I'm like, it's why can't I just work how it did before this new update? Everything's different.
0: And you got to update like every week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how my phone has to update like every week. I'm just like, okay, we just did this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: not even that hard. It takes like twenty seconds, but yeah. it's just the pain of hitting the button and being like, doo doo doo. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the. <sighs> Or, oh, here's the other thought, is that uh, the whole, um, just social media in general, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff, has, like, kind of been designed to almost brainwash us in a way, or, like, uh, the division, like, mm-hmm. the whole, like, you can take them off if you want, you don't have to worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're just there for you if you wanted. I ears are sweaty. I know, yeah. they get they get warm and... I, I like to wear them just because I, then I know the audio is yeah, coming through or not. Yeah, no,
1: it's, it's totally optional. You don't got to um, wear
0: them. My um, big
1: ears, too, so they're really getting sweaty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, hey, on a day like this, God. Yeah. I woke Beautiful up,
1: out there. I don't know if everyone knows yeah. out there, but it's the blizzard snowpocalypse 2023. In springtime. Yeah. Over it. We had what, 50, almost 60 on Tuesday? That <laughs> no, um, would be last... six inches out there if it wasn't so damn cold or so warm and everything's melting. But, yeah. It does look kind of
0: nice with all the trees covered yeah. in snow, but um, I'm, I'm over it. Let's get some sunshine. In yes, here. I'm ready for summer. But yeah, no, the um, just like the idea that maybe China was like, it, this is just a theory. I'm not saying this is like the actual fact. It could be any country, any like enemy country would like make it to try and like feed us disinformation mm-hmm. or to like divide and do all mm-hmm. that. Like there's there's all these, uh, and I'm not I'm not trying to like speak facts here these are just theories and i th- and some of them might even be true but like a lot of these protests whether it was BLM or the January 6th thing mm-hmm. there's kind of evidence that there's been like government involvement in that like FBI involvement sending like agent uh provocateurs oh, yeah. to like escalate oh i wouldn't doubt it i mean that's and that's been happening for years mm-hmm. like that happened in uh like the civil rights movement—it's yep. happened. You know, any w- w- the L.A. protests in yep. what, was that
1: the nineties or yeah, like the Rodney King? Yeah, like yeah. it's
0: all, that's n- nothing has changed. Like the I don't know if it's the FBI or the CIA or whoever it is, but there's agent provocateurs that are from the government helping to escalate these situations. Yeah, and that could be the same
1: online. Oh yeah, well, you know, or I mean, just even during the voting time. You- the ads on tv oh yeah constant mm-hmm. it's trying to get you to sway one way or the other it. what you want i mean it's full of it millions and dollars go into that so
0: but the interesting yeah. thing about it is like well the real question to me is like why like what if that is the case because i'm not saying it's definitely the case but if that were the case why what's the purpose divide yeah but
1: but <laughs> to, to what to what. Uh, end goal. Because then we rely on government. We still look up to them. There We're not go. relying on ourselves. We're relying on them because they're the ones keeping the peace. Because mm. they can control then. And then you control the money, and mm-hmm. then you control the and laws. Like yeah, you know, well, we'll figure it out down there. They're
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gonna get you canceled. People will be like, "You guys are conspiracy theorists." <laughs> oh, this is this is mild compared to half the stuff I listen to.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I've been starting. to... Try to follow him. I really like Joe Rogan. I think he's a hoot, man.
0: I love Joe. Like, he he puts out too many episodes, and they're all so long that like anymore, I just listen to the ones that I know who the guest is, and I'm like. But every now and again, you'll see one where it's like I like the clips because like you'll you'll yeah. get like nuggets of interesting yep. facts. Mm-hmm.
1: Pat McAfee's a good one to watch. I love McAfee. Yeah, I watched it. I fucking downloaded it the day I'm like what's Aaron Rodgers doing is being a Viking fan I'm like I gotta I want to tune in I'm at work it's a snowy day like this I'm like, "I'm just gonna watch this before I go out so I watched it and I was like yeah
0: sounds like he might be uh well it sounds like the Jets aren't willing to give the Packers what they want on the trade yeah after making all these big moves yeah. I'm I get I still think it's gonna happen yeah I mean either they're or they're going to cut him
1: because he's going to pull a five. He'll have to retire, sit a year, then get hired. Then he can go play for the Jets. Then he'll go to the Vikings, and we'll win a Super Bowl. <laughs> They'll
0: just do the <laughs> same thing, yeah. Same rotation, Very
1: go round of quarterbacks of retired like a uh, Packer quarterback. I don't picture Rogers. Uh... I honestly wouldn't want him. I think he is a smug asshole. Hell of a quarterback, but God, like, he's annoying. Yeah. It's... Well, I just don't. I mean, the idea that
0: he. I can't even believe the Jets want to trade for him, considering he, the last two years he's waffled back and forth yeah. whether he wants to even play anymore. Like, what's the commitment? Well, yeah, he might go play a year, and then you think he's not going to do this next year? Just like, maybe I'll stay, maybe I
1: won't. Yeah. and you, you, You're like, this last year when it happened with the three-year contract, he was like, no, he's going to play three years. I gave him $150 million for three years. Of course he's going to play. Right. And then he's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play. So, don't... No matter what contract you draw or no matter what guarantee you got, it sounds like it's all for naught when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Well, and it's
0: like, yeah, what are you gonna trade three first round picks for a guy that might be there in like for a year or two? two That's crazy. At best. And it is
1: old. In one of the toughest divisions, divisions yep. And the toughest conference. Playing outdoors on all of your games. Yeah, two are down in Miami, but the other ones are Buffalo, New York Jets, and then What's the other one? The uh, New England Gillette yeah, yeah. Stadium. We're all up there in the cold weather. Well,
0: not so. just that, but it's like and, and the obviously the Bills are good now. The the uh, Dolphins are looking better than they ever have. Mm-hmm. That's a tough division. And then and then it, okay, let's say you make it to the playoffs. Then you got to go through Cincinnati. You got to go through KC. KC, yeah. Even San Diego,
1: yeah. Even the Broncos, if they get their crap together.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I was gonna say that's why I had to stop listening to Pat McAfee throughout the year because they were just trashing the Broncos and Russ. And like, I don't blame them, and I understand it, but I can't like be a fan and be like, "Oh yeah, we suck." Yeah, dude, it it was a rough year.
1: It was rough being thirteen and four and sounding like we were the worst team in the league being a viking fan i mean i'm like is anyone like gonna get that we are winning the games that you put in front of us we beat buffalo at buffalo yeah there's anyone with a first year head coach who's never coached before in the nfl i like that guy too i i absolutely love him i think he's the future for the minnesota franchise he's the future he's young so he can be there for a long time the way the guys played in the atmosphere—I watched all their shit. I watched the stuff after, watched the locker room speech and stuff. The way he got those guys to fight for each other and play for each other was just absolutely amazing. It's like made me be proud to be a Viking fan again. But then he gets shit on by all the national media. It's like you guys don't even watch the fucking games. Yeah, you know, you just go off of what the scoreboard says and what the stat says about point differential in front of you. Watch the games. Mm-hmm. Our defense was atrocious, but nobody could stop our offense. Kirk Cousins, I don't care what you guys say about him, he is a hell of a quarterback. He can deliver that ball. What I wish he could do is move around in the pocket a little bit more. He will stand there and just and I'm like, just move up. Just two feet. That guy's going to go right by you, move up two feet, he'll give you a half second, you get JJ or Thielen or Hawkinson, well, no longer Thielen, but you get one of them. How do you feel about
0: that with Thielen leaving?
1: I told my wife, and she was like, what? what? I, that's stupid. Why is he leaving? I'm like, that's what happens. It's a game of football. Like, he might... went to the Panthers. I know. And then said that he thinks that they're a Super Bowl contender. Well, I mean, in all fairness, that division's pretty open. Yeah. He, he could have said we're a playoff contender. I would have gotten with that, but I don't think oh. they're a Super Bowl contender. He, he could have gone to Buffalo. Denver had interest in him. I think Oakland also may have had interest in him or something. He had a couple teams that they said were interested in him. I'm not sure. He, I think he's lost a step, but his story is absolutely phenomenal um, about being. We grew up in Minnesota as a Viking fan. Uh, didn't do the combine, wasn't invited. He went to a regional combine like in Chicago, and it's the scout team for the Vikings, they signed him onto their practice squad. He was on the practice squad for a few weeks. I don't remember how long it was. And then they brought him up to play on the special teams. So He was like on the punt team. Mm-hmm. And I want to say his first or second game. It was against Carolina at Carolina. He blocked a punt and returned it for a touchdown for his first ever touchdown. That was his first ever touchdown, not a receiving touchdown. Oh, that's touchdown. crazy. Um, we, actually, we actually had two blocked punts that game returned for touchdowns. Um, and, it, and it was down in Carolina. And so that was his first ever touchdown. So
0: and he played for the golfers, didn't he?
1: No, he played Mankato State. Oh, okay. Who I don't remember
0: who I'm thinking of. But...
1: No, I don't. We don't have very many actual Golden Gophers that played for the Vikings. Okay. But at one time they had seven players on their team that were born in Minnesota, North Dakota, or South Dakota on their team. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: And oh yeah, and you guys traded for Hawkinson. That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. He's that's a good trade. He's homely, but, God, he can catch a football. Yeah, and he can block, too. Hell, a, yeah, he's a hell of a football player. That's exactly what he is, it's a football player.
0: Who else did you guys lost to Kendricks, too, didn't you?
1: Yeah, he went to the Chargers, so you'll have oh. to face him twice a year. Bummer. He's lost a step too. Our defense last year, they were, I don't know what we're going to do. We've lost, I think, four cornerbacks and signed one. Oh, geez. By math, that's... Sh- doesn't work out. (laughs) Well, probably looking into the draft and then... We have four picks. Oh, shit. In the draft. That's it. I think we got a compensatory, compensatory pick. We gave two away for Hawkinson. We've given just... Our old regime liked to play around, trade a lot. We had, I think, a couple drafts ago. We had 14 draft picks, but they were eight in rounds four and later. So six in really the first... It was, I think, it was the fifth and later. So we had like six picks in the first four rounds, so not very many, but a shit ton at the end. Yeah, Um, some of those players have panned out. Some haven't. Well, that's how it goes sometimes. Mm -hmm. But our cap situation has been atrocious.
0: That's how I feel. Well, Denver's cap has not been too bad because now we got like they're they're playing the money game with like the cash over cap thing. Uh I think and bites you in the ass later on. Well, it's not even that. It's just, like, it's going to be all signing bonuses, which doesn't go against the cap. Oh, okay. So, like, they're just going to pay everybody up front, which is kind of dangerous because then there's no motivation mm-hmm. to, like, keep playing hard. But The Rams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, we've we've made a lot of moves in free agency, but I'm just, like, I'm not, like, stoked about any of them. I'm not, like, upset at any of them, but I'm not just, like, yeah. We got, like, Samaje Pirine, mm-hmm. which is cool.
1: Uh, we got a couple of lineman, you just signed a receiver that Marquez Callaway, yeah, I'm actually stoked about that one, so on that they're saying that there's rumors of a Viking Bronco trade, possibly for Judy or the Sutton Sutton they say that Denver's asking price was a little high, um they wanted a first for Judy and like a second for Sutton, but they said talks have been like second for Judy and third or later for Sutton. So yeah. and that Minnesota would possibly be open to that for a solid number two behind Jefferson mm. or chance it in the draft. Cause we have KJ Osborne and we had a rookie Jalen Naylor last year that we drafted. Who's it's okay. He's kind of an undersized. We kind of need like a burner. Mm. Jefferson is, well out, Well run you all day, but I mean, he won't blow. He's not a Randy Moss, you know, um, that's just gonna throw it deep and he'll go get it. See, Judy has been kind of underwhelmed. Like he, he hasn't lived up to
0: his expectations. He hasn't really had the quarterbacks up Mm -hmm. until even Russ had obviously had a bad year last year. So, yeah. Um, I I personally wouldn't want to trade both of them. I, I I can see trading one of them, and if it was gonna be one of them, it would be Sutton, just because he holds a higher cap. Mm-hmm. Um, I would keep Judy because first of all, you can like from what I've seen, Russ likes throwing to him. Yeah, he's like him and Russ have a nice connection. I Sutton's the better receiver in my opinion, mm-hmm. but we have Tim Patrick, who like is nobody knows. Is he hurt? He was hurt last year. Yeah, yeah he a had guy. an ACL, yeah. which sucked because I thought, like, if he, I think Tim Patrick's our best receiver. Really? Yeah. Like, he does not drop anything. He's, like, a full-on big-body possession receiver. He's the guy that'll go straight down and just, like, mm-hmm. jump and get that ball, you know? Okay. I think he's our best receiver, but Cortland Sutton's a good receiver. I think he, d- he- he's worth a first-round pick. Judy's just got the age. He's young, and he's a little speedster, but. And we just lost... Uh, well, I we didn't lose KJ Hamler, but he had like a torn pec. So he's out for like six months. Okay. And that's probably why they went and got Callaway. Yeah. But I, I mean, if, if we get something for one of those two guys, okay. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't trade both of them. You guys don't ever
1: pick the first round, right?
0: Traded it for Sean yeah. Payton. Oh, that's right. Which, you know what? Worth it, yeah. in my opinion. After last year, dude, I was... It was between uh, O'Connell or Hackett for I Denver. Like that, those were the two guys. Denver interviewed at. both. Mm-hmm. And those were the old final two <laughs> options. And we ended up getting Hackett because the same reason the Jets went and got him. They think like it was supposed to be like a lure, lure. for Rodgers. Yep. Yep. Obviously, that didn't pan out. And Hackett, that was bad. That was rough to watch. I mean, the most simple mistakes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was pulling my hair out, if I had any. When I was pulling my hair out, watching him just do the the simplest mistakes, like, why are you running on second and, well, no, it was, like, third and, uh, just, like, the downs, whatever the, okay, here's what it would be. We would run, like, on first down, get five yards, run on second down, get four yards, so it's, like, third and one, and then they go deep! Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You were work. It was working. Running, get yeah. the one yard, and yeah. try deep neck play action. Maybe when he's you get supposed first to be this step. offensive genius, yeah. and
0: he's making boneheaded offensive moves. I was just like, but having Sean Payton, he's gonna like. I think he's gonna instill some discipline.
1: He's not. Go, he's not gonna take any bullshit. I remember watching some film too that they were showing the routes that they were having the the receivers run for Denver there was not a receiver even looking back for the ball till like three seconds after the snap. So you need Russell Wilson to stand back there for at least three seconds before any of the receivers were even ready to look for a pass because of these routes that they have designed.
0: Behind an O-line that's not very solid. Yeah,
1: and it was like, and a little guy who's getting up there, and it's it's just, you saw every time they passed, it seemed like it was a struggle. Mm -hmm. It was no well-planned routes well well we could never get a game going
0: like we we couldn't get a run game started we couldn't get like and, we, and here's the crazy thing when we would like we'd have a first half where like oh the run game's really kicking in here and then they just abandon it mm-hmm. in the second i'm just like i get like changing things and yeah. like trying to like throw the opponent off but we're like ahead by 10 points yeah. at halftime with the run game like crushing, and then you're gonna switch to pass game, and then we end up losing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so frustrating. And and I truly, I've said it all year. I truly do blame ma- a majority of it on coaching. On it. yeah, yeah. It, not just it was everything play calling, just
1: basic decision making. Uh, personnel, everything. It didn't seem like he had the locker room. No. It seemed no. like they were against each other, too, and he kind of just let it go, and uh, it'll hammer itself out. and He definitely didn't.
0: lost the locker room. Yeah. yeah. So, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I can only imagine it'll be a totally different looking off, or everything will look different, but it'll depend on how Russ bounces back.
1: So, if Denver had the first pick of the draft, who would you take?
0: The very first pick? I don't really know a lot of the draft picks this year. I could tell you what position I would take. Mm-hmm. Um I'd probably take a corner. Yeah. But at, at the number one Yeah, that's out. If we had <laughs> a fir- if we had a first round pick, I would go corner right now or O line. Mm-hmm. We we filled a lot of the gaps we needed to with the O line situation. But hm I'm trying to think of like the top guys right now. Yeah. Or like a D line, like a pass rusher.
1: It was at Jalen Carter for Georgia, who they said's kind of fallen. He uh was the one that was street racing against the car, and the car crashed mm, after mm. the national championship game.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. He's supposed to be a stud, but then he showed up overweight to the scouting combine, ran a little slower than they liked. Uh, just Plus, he has the baggage of that. So Yeah, I don't know. If, if, like. Do you guys have a first-round pick? No, yeah, we picked 23rd. Okay. Then I don't think we pick again till the fourth round.
0: Mm, damn.
1: Or I think we might have got an end of the third compensatory sorry, sorry, pick. I could see you guys trading back to get a couple of second rounders. Yeah, depending on what's there. We do need cornerback help. Like I said, we've lost four and only got one. Um,
0: cornerback would be nice, and that's a good spot for that too because, I mean, the first... Fifteen picks are usually. I mean, obviously, you get a couple quarterbacks that go to needy mm-hmm. to quarterback needy teams, but like it's usually been like D linemen, wide receivers, and cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. It's like all the skills positions.
1: There's a Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Yeah, but if he was there at twenty three, I'd kind of want the Vikings. Oh, or, yeah, to I draft. love that kid. Maybe he'll sit a year or two behind Kurt. Is he
0: in the draft this year? Okay, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, Obviously, CJ Stroud is the big one, yeah. and then he'll probably go to Carolina.
1: And then who's the... Bryce Young is the other guy. one.
0: And then there's a couple of just random guys. That that... Will
1: Levis, I guess he showed out a couple of years ago for, I think it was Kentucky. He might have went to a different school and then transferred to Kentucky, but then this year he kind of battled injuries and didn't have as good of a team and kind of struggled. They say he has the like biggest arm in the in the draft, like Ben Roethlisberger type arm where it just launches it down the field. But he missed in their pro day the other day, missed a bunch of like, you know, it's a pro day. There's no one guarding him. and He missed open throws and mm-hmm. things like that. So possibly a project, but they have him possibly going to the Raiders.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think the Raiders would be smart to pick up a young guy, especially with Garoppolo as injury prone as he is. Mm-hmm. Dude, it, that whole situation is just it kind of honestly makes me so happy to see josh mcdaniels do exactly what he did with denver yeah in denver to the raiders to like a, a, a rival team got rid of their quarterback who was like a fan favorite and yep. a t- he was a pro bowler this year yeah. the dude was a pro bowler they they did end up well they franchise tag josh jacobs because mm-hmm. they had to because they didn't they didn't, uh, he didn't his... seem very happy most of the year. Well, and he w- he led the league. Yeah. And and uh, they didn't sign his fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it worked out for him because he's going to make a bag now. Yeah. Um, But he obviously didn't get the long-term deal either. They traded Darren Waller.
1: Yeah, I read a couple of stories about how he... So you remember, remember before he was with the Raiders, he was on the Ravens. He had a drug problem. Waller. Darren Waller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a drug problem, went to rehab and stuff like that. So this year, because my cousin's a diehard Raider fan, so I get to hear it all from him. I basically know the second most about the Raiders than I do the Vikings because of him. Yeah. Well, when he hurt his knee, they went on a bye week, and they asked Waller to come to the team to facility to, you know, rehab his knee or hamstring, whatever he'd hurt. And he refused to. He said, no, I'm staying at home. And then he says, "Don't don't call me till, till I come back or something like that." And just sat there away from the team for like two or three weeks and rehabbed, and then came back and was like nowhere near where he would have been in the healing process had he been at the facility getting the proper training or hmm. rehab, and that caused him to be out basically the whole second half of the year. I think he came back the last couple games, but he wasn't the same player. Yeah. But it could have been what, like, a four-week injury ended up being, like, an eight to ten, and even then he wasn't coming back where he was supposed to be because he was going to do it himself. So it was, like, is he falling back in his bad habits again? It's So I think they're, like, yeah, let's just cut ties now. Because they signed, what, last, not last year, but the year before? So I think he was in the second year of his new contract. Yeah. Maybe it was the first year. Hmm. So well, and De- and Devonte Adams is clearly not happy.
0: Like I, mm-hmm. I get the feeling he's going to request a trade. But, I mean, you traded or you got rid of Derek Carr, who that was the whole reason Adams
1: went there. Exactly, they're college buddies. They played together in college,
0: and then you get rid. They didn't even get rid of him. They or they got they did get rid of him, but he chose the leave because he was so unhappy with them. Well, uh, they just like stopped playing him the last two two three weeks. Yeah. And it's like, it just, none of it made sense. And he was still a Pro Bowler. He missed the last two weeks, and he still, like, was the fifth or sixth most yards. Yeah. It's just, it, and I I never liked Derek Carr because he was a Raider, mm-hmm. but I have nothing against him as a person or, a, or as a quarterback. I think he's a fine quarterback. Great move by the
1: Saints to go get him. Did you see the meme where it says... Going from Derek Carr to Jimmy G's, like going from Jimmy G to Derek, Derek Carr, Ka- they're like both kind of
0: <laughs> the same. They're, they're good, look-a-like, but yeah. they're just not like they don't have that like killer instinct. They're no. like they're not necessarily. I wouldn't call them clutch. No, and they're also like, yeah, I guess when it comes down to, I don't know though. Jimmy G, man, he went to a Super
1: Bowl. Yeah, he doesn't lose a lot. Every place he plays, he wins. He won a lot in New England. He's won, done nothing but win in San Fran. It's stay healthy is what he can't do. And he do. never really had the numbers either. He had like no. steady numbers. And then it's kind of
0: the opposite for Carr. Carr gets numbers, but he doesn't get wins. Exactly.
1: Exactly. But shit, I'm sure quarterbacks will take wins over numbers any day.
0: I knew. I knew uh, Jimmy G was going to the Raiders just because of the Josh McDaniels thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate the move, but I don't love it either. I don't really care, because I hate the Raiders, so it doesn't matter to me. Like, I hope they crash and burn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I just need the Chiefs to do the same thing. We're supposed to go... uh, Me and my cousin are supposed to go down to Vegas, because the Vikings will play the the Raiders in Vegas this year, so we want to go down for that game, so... That'd be sweet. As soon as the schedule releases, I know hopefully we'll be going to Vegas.
0: We've been planning on doing a Vegas... Because obviously they play them every Mm year. Um... The last couple, of, one year it was on like Christmas Eve, so that's why we didn't go. And then last year we didn't go because my buddy um, had to work, like the, okay. my buddy that we usually yeah. go. So I ended up going to Nashville instead. Yeah, I shirt. saw that.
1: That looked cool. Dude, that was sweet.
0: It was coldest game I've ever been to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I've been to Denver like 10 times. <laughs> and that was the coldest game I've ever been to.
1: Yeah. You guys won that game though, you? No, didn't we no? lost. Oh.
0: It was the first road game I've ever been to that we lost. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw us. I've been to San Diego, uh, Arizona, Dallas, and then Nashville. But we won all those other ones. And I was like, 3-0 and on the road. Here we go. The two I'm looking at this night, if I do, because between Ireland and I'm going down to Denver in like three weeks for, uh, we're going to go to a... Nuggets playoff game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we bought tickets for the first round, and we're going to an avalanche Let's
1: game. Let's say, they will be in the playoffs about the same time?
0: Um, It's like the last... Yeah, they will be, but um, it'll be like the last regular season avalanche game, and then the first okay playoff game for the Nuggets. Okay. So between that, Ireland, it's going to be tough to make another trip this year for a football game, but if I... I would like to go to Vegas because... If we can like line it up to go to a UFC fight too,
1: that would be sweet. Oh I know. Because I've never been to a UFC fight. I've became a big fan of F one racing. Really? <laughs> I started watching that drive to survive on Netflix and I'm hooked. I've heard that. I, I want to go to one. Do you try to buy a ticket to F one? Good luck. I looked on StubHub for like Vegas tickets. They're like twenty six hundred bucks.
0: Dude, that's crazy. For the
1: cheapest. That's more expensive than a Super Bowl ticket. Like, it's outrageous. If you want F1 tickets, you better plan ahead. But I, man, some of those courses, like in Abu Dhabi and around there, they have this, they have race courses, beautiful race courses in the middle of a desert. There's not even infrastructure around it. And they have this like half billion dollar race course (laughs) for cars that just gets used probably twice a year by those damn things. That's That's how much stupid money they have.
0: Oh, dude. You know what's crazy too about Abu Dhabi is I, uh, yeah, just money, money, money. Mm-hmm. But I heard that it's like the most chill, polite place you'll ever go. I'd live there. I think it's beautiful, the architecture there. Now, they have some pretty crazy rules. Oh, like, sure. you're not allowed to curse. Oh, you're not, fuck. like, Oops. you You can, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd step out of the plane and I'd be like,
1: hey, this, look at this shit. This is great. And they'd be like, nope,
0: you're out of here. Yeah. Like, I, you're not really even allowed to, like, yell in public. Wow. Like, there's some weird rules. Like, that was the kind of the whole Qatar okay. uh, soccer soccer
1: thing. There was some,
0: that's how a lot of that came out. But it's all that Arab Emirates area. Wasn't they, did,
1: you can't have alcohol there, but they nope. did allow it in the stadiums. Like, that I was one so, of the yeah. big World Cup things because of their uh, sponsorships that they have with alcohol beverages. Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, so. you can't drink. But that's just it. So, basically, with all these rules and stuff obviously that's kind of sucky but it they say it makes for a really quality chill life, yeah polite huh. like everybody's just you can walk down the street like you no worries of getting mugged or not like, like killed <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> for real the uh i don't want to like divulge any like information or anything like that but that kid that got shot down on uh um, in the north
1: side. Okay, yeah, the Nava,
0: yeah, Salomon Nava, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my sister used to be his uh, baby mama's roommate. Oh, they wow. went to high school together. Wow. So I didn't know him, but like family kind of knew. That's crazy. Yeah, the whole like, I'll tell you a little more after afterwards. Mm-hmm. That I found out, but it's 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 public information. But I don't want to
1: yeah spread anything. Radio's not the spot for it. Yeah, podcasts aren't the spot. For. I don't want to
0: spread a bunch of stuff that may or may not be true. true. That I'm just like seeing on Facebook, mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, it's unfortunate anyway. Oh, uh, dude, and it's like every other day, mm-hmm.
0: dude. Like they just found, like a guy got shot. It's been a lot in this area too.
1: Yeah, like the twelfth area, thirteenth area, right around here. Avenue A through B, uh, Avenue A through F is
0: like. Yep that's where that one dude got killed and then over by the bingo hall like he stole the the yep. guy's
1: truck dude that's crazy the guy was just chilling in his truck guy comes up just kills Shots him. him in the head yeah. pulls him out takes his truck and he crashed and he ran into the house that's our friend's brother's house eric brady they shot him in the stomach i don't think he's out of the hospital yet at one time i want to say his doctor bills are over 200,000 jesus yeah. Well, that's outrageous. I mean, you should be able to sue for that then, right? Yeah. The guy, who do you sue though? Right. Like, well, you sue me, you're going to get like a hundred bucks a month. That's going right. to take a lot of months to get your 200,000.
0: Dude, that's, that's just crazy though. Like, and it's it's like every day there's something. Yeah. But here's what I here's what I keep saying too. Like, because everybody says the same thing. It's like, oh, Billings is getting crazy. And like, yes, it is. I don't deny that. But the consistency of, like, all these, like, it, uh, incidences, it's not, uh, it's it seems to be a lot of people who are involved in not-so-good ne- shit.
1: Nefarious activities. Yeah, yep. yeah. It, yep. It's not just, like,
0: random people getting killed on the street. Yeah. I mean, gra- granted, that one guy, like, yeah, that was that, a situation, yeah. but it's, for the most part, it's not just, like, you
1: could walk down the street and just get shot. Like, the lady that was murdered. Right in this area, the the s- founder in the suitcase. Yeah. Oh, God. Remember? Yeah, and yeah. That was her boyfriend, you know. It had been a troubled relationship, mm. so there's always... It seems like
0: a lot of drugs are involved in a lot drugs,
1: of this. Drugs, bad relationships, stuff like that. But yeah, like you're saying, it's not random. Like, you're not worried about someone tearing in the door and murdering you. Right because you're not involved in any of these nefarious activities nor am I.
0: At the same time I'm not not afraid that that could happen. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Not like we don't have our pistol sitting right here. Yeah, I'm not just I'm it. not just
0: sitting with my door unlocked <laughs> at all times. Mm-hmm. But it is it it is unnerving to see headlines every other day of somebody getting shot or stabbed or a police standoff. Mm-hmm. That lady up in the it was that up in the Heights on yeah. Broadway. Dude, that was nuts. They like
1: ripped to the whole front of her house with off. a water hose. With a fire trucks water Is that what hose. They did? Yeah. High pressure water hose. Like they said, like just seared right through it, and then they could see her, and then that's when they hit her with the stun gun and or the stun grenade and grabbed her. Bro, that's she was like fifty. Yeah. Like what that had to be drugs. I felt bad. I don't know if you watched the news story, but the poor neighbor who who it all started with because she terrorized him. He look like he's a young twenty year old kid who she, He said she always would just terrorize him, shoot at his windows, berate him, yell at him, chase him down the street with like a bat, threaten to hit him, stuff like that. And he had called the cops on it earlier in the day. Yeah, it was like at, like 7 in the evening that Friday or whatever. And they went up, and she wouldn't come out. They knocked on the door and knocked on the door, and she wouldn't come out. And they're like, well, I don't know what to tell you. She's not coming out. At the time, it was just like she was shooting pellets at the side of his house. Yeah. She wouldn't come out, and I like I don't know what to tell you. No, they actually she left, she went left, and then she came back like two, three in the morning, and started shit up again with that neighbor, and shooting him with the pellet gun, blew out the window, and then he called the cops again. They showed up again, and that's when she the standoff all started. And she shot a cop, cop, yeah, like with a real gun, a real shotgun, yeah, Jesus, and it went God. through his. Uh, body shield, you know, like the shields, and under... I don't know if it was under or over his body gear, like some of the pellet did. And he had to have, like, emergency surgery, so he got hit with more than one or two bird shot, you know?
0: Dude, that's crazy. And like I said, you have to imagine that's got to be drugs involved. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know any other 50-year-old woman that would act like that.
0: Or just mentally ill.
1: Nah, that could be it, too.
0: I mean... Uh, it... It is not it, I mean it's definitely crazy all the stuff that's going on but like I said there's more involved than just like criminals mm-hmm. like coming it's it's obviously they're criminals but it's like they're not just muggings like no. random muggings and like downtown I walk around downtown all the time I've n- I've never even hardly seen
1: like a fight break out no I've seen and I've seen a lot of the the homeless and stuff that are down there, but... And they get aggressive sometimes. They'll ask for shit, just ignore them. Uh-huh. Keep walking. It's like any other city I've ever been in, it happens there too. Yeah. My buddy, was, he always gave me shit, because we don't vote the same, so we, he always has a different <laughs> opinion than me. But he called me from Saint Lu- Salt Lake City, uh-huh. and he's like, dude, you would not believe all the homeless people here. They're everywhere. Will they let them live here too? You know, like that. I Evidently, mean, I mean, anywhere everywhere. you go, you're going to find homeless people, so... Yeah. we just be happy that there's not, like,
0: tents and... Mm-hmm. Although, I've seen a few, like, yeah. spots where people... Like, there's little little, uh, what do you call them, like, pop-up yeah. community, like, whatever, mm-hmm. where there's, like, three or four tents.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're in random spots, like, over by Goodwill.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, on the backside areas uh-huh. of those.
0: Uh-huh. Which makes sense, because... They probably just go over and take that shit that people stick off to the side and
1: throw away. They throw. Goodwill throws a lot of stuff away. Oh, that's.
0: So. Somebody, we were talking yesterday about. I don't even know how we brought this up, but I, I said that Goodwill is the pawn shop for clothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because no, they
1: don't give you no money. Right, right. You don't get any. You get your tax
0: deficit. But it's like. Because somebody was talking about going to a pawn shop, and then it's like one thing you would never find in a pawn shop is clothes. But I'm like, yeah, Goodwill is like the pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I always go to Goodwill to get my uh Halloween costumes. We've done that a couple years. We've done ugly sweaters. We went there and bought um I when I get there, I swear I always draw a blank. Like I have all these great ideas, but it's, you don't ever find exactly what's in your head. I've So then I'm never creative enough to just pick something out on the fly, so I'm like, uh I guess I'll get this. Yeah. And it's never as cool as I thought it would be. Anymore, anytime I go somewhere
0: to to shop, whether it's Target or Walmart or whatever, they never have what I'm looking for. <laughs> no one. Like I have but it doesn't help that I have like a specific thing I'm looking for. And that's just kind of it too. When you go shop for something chances are you're not going to find it. No. If you go shopping and you find something, or you're just like, oh, this is nice, or, oh, I like that, obviously, that's kind of just how shopping's supposed to be, but that's where online shopping is just going to take over. Mm-hmm. Like It already is. Because mm-hmm. then I end up, that's what I end up doing. I can't find what I'm looking for, so I just got to go online because I know I can find it there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Sometimes though, online, you never know what you're going to get. I bought some A- Apple AirPods. And it's all Chinese. Chinese written on the back. Chinese in the instructions. Even like on the inside it says Chinese. But they're only 45 bucks. They look brand new. So I mean, hey. Oh, I mean, so
0: they're like a knockoff type thing? Is that what it is?
1: So I got an email from the Vikings fan store that the Apple AirPods... Claim your Apple AirPods today. So they're like $200, but sponsorship with whoever's through the Minnesota Vikings pays 75%, so you only pay 25%. Okay. So I bought them. i like, I need some new earbuds. I bought them, and then I warmed today at to the gym, and I was hooking them up. <laughs> Even on my Bluetooth, it's in Chinese. Are you serious? <laughs> it's
0: just like Chinese characters?
1: Yeah. Well, it has a little English afterwards, but it is hilarious. It starts in
0: like a Chinese.
1: Look at the Think Plus ones on the bottom.
0: Oh, wow. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I looked at the box and I'm like, Goddamn all Chinese. They're spying on you now.
1: Yeah, they already were.
0: They'll listen. Yeah, exactly. If, yeah, if anybody's. That was funny, too, with that spy balloon. Yeah, I mean, the top, crazy. But it's like, they're satellites.
1: Like, have you seen Google Earth? Yeah. They can look at you. They can zoom in and see you mooning the car because there's that one image of the guy mooning you. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But yeah, between Google Earth
0: and... You can look at anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah, it's everyone knows everything about everybody. We just caught them that day, right? Well, and that's just that's true too. Like, or also, why would they be using a balloon when there's drones? Yeah, I yeah. mean, they, they make drones this big. Mm-hmm. If they really wanted to spy on us, they there's other uh, more high advanced ways to do it. For N- sure, not with a freaking hot air
1: balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was crazy. I was just I think we were out of town. So we weren't in Billings for. I think we went to White Sulphur that weekend, but seeing like everyone's Facebook and being like, "Oh, dude, the hysteria." Oh, God, what the hell's
0: going on? And it wasn't even just that. It was like the whole like 2 weeks after Every other post on Facebook was a picture of the sky. Like, what is that? It's like, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's a
1: cloud. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's ice on your windshield. I remember looking at one like, Dude, that's your freaking ice. Like a drip of ice that's frozen on your windshield. Right, right. It's nothing. It's not anything falling from the sky. And there were a couple, like, weird
0: ones. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's probably nothing. Like, just calm down. Like, yeah, there was a spy balloon. And that's, I understand why some people would get freaked out. But not everything is something exactly. And, but that's how everyone was treating it. I was just like, "Calm down, all right?" Like, even if they are spying on us, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? Yeah, like, stop them. Yeah, I mean, like, la- Let somebody else. Like, that's kind of how my that's kind of my rule of thought anymore. It's just like, if I can't control it, uh, yeah. somebody else can deal with it. Yeah. Like, I can worry about it and be stressed out about it, but what good does that do for me? I I'm got so
1: much it. other shit to worry about. Might as well save it for that. Yeah, I mean, if
0: the world's gonna come to an end, it's not just it's coming to the end for everybody, not just me. Exactly. So, no, no so use. We'll see
1: all in hell. Yeah, yeah.
0: No use <laughs> stressing about it. Well, should we wrap this bad boy up? Sure, sure. Right on, brother. Uh, <sighs> told you before.
1: Goddamn, damn, I gotta think of something.
0: All right, all right. Yeah. So for anybody out there, I always end my podcast with a positive or motivational message from the guest. Usually it's something that maybe like you've lived by through your mm-hmm. life or something that maybe got you by when you were down or anything like that, you know,
1: I guess really for me is just always be myself. I don't know if anyone who knows me from before or who's ever future met me. I don't think you'd ever walk into a room and anyone would be like, that. Oh, Mark's an asshole. That's one of my things. I try not to be, I try to be, you know, friendly with everyone, give everyone a chance. Don't judge books from the cover. Cause you don't know what someone's going through or where they've been or what they got going for them in the future. So you know just be yourself give everyone a smile um hopefully that just giving everyone a smile will help change where we are now and you know make a better outlook going forward so it. just be nice
0: oh yeah dude i like that right on brother well uh do you want to shout out your real estate stuff or yeah i'm
1: a real estate with exp um so if anyone's looking for a house be happy to help you been in the game for 10 years And also, if anyone's looking for a good job, we have a lot of good jobs over at Express Employment. Um, If you're looking for a good employee, we have a lot of great employees. So either way, um, reach out to me on Facebook. My cell phone's been the same for like 20 years, 406-208-5118. Give me a call, text anytime. If you want to talk, get coffee, grab lunch, I'm more than happy to.
0: Right on, man. Hey, thanks for coming on. It was awesome to catch up with you, man. We haven't seen each other in a while. It's been
1: a long time. And you've been calling to get on the podcast for a while, and it just... I we finally made it happen. So. I did. I did. And I want to do it another. We used to do a. Well, we did it one year, maybe two years. the The flag football game. I'd love to do that when it gets warmer, or something yeah, like man. that. Even kickball, something.
0: Yeah, soft. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm I need to get so. more active this summer. So
1: yeah, I'm 40. So I'm like, I got to try to stay active because I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> I'm gonna be
0: 30 this year. so. Oh,
1: poor you. Psh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be 40. <laughs> exactly. You know it's what so. comes. That's like what my wife said when I told her I didn't like being forty. She was like, "But that's what's supposed to happen. You're gonna get older. The the alternatives, you die." Yeah. Like, oh, shit, when you put it that way, I guess getting forty isn't so bad.
0: Well, when I think about like when I was twenty, oh. I'm like that was forever ago. Like, yeah. it feel,
1: so it feels like thirty showed up real quick. But mm. I'm like, the last ten years, there's been a lot happening. Oh, yeah. So. You have kids and it just flies by. It just It's like a blink and it's gone. It's the oldest drives, works at Chick-fil-A. You know? it's, <laughs> they're not kids anymore. They're their own damn adult.
0: Yeah, that's got to be crazy, man. Yeah. So.
1: All right, well, we'll definitely Appreciate have to do it, it again. We'll do for it sure. again. For sure.
0: Thanks, everybody, for watching. And don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it. You've got to keep on